0: Testing, testing, testing. Yeah,
1: good.
0: we got it right. All I'm going to do is hit down on the on the keypad and then we're on. Yep, as long as you're clicked on, yep. studio this is the nfl podcast proudly presented by u.s sports View. here are your hosts hello everybody welcome to another episode of the nfl podcast uh our facebook live family will see us putting up our three little new dudes uh tried tried to put something up for the nba boys dan
1: yeah no that's good support them you em. get over there listen to it if you uh follow the NBA at all. They did have a draft uh, review come out and a bit yep. of a free agency
0: preview. Yep. Um, so you can find all that at our website, www.thevaultstudio.com.au. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram and you can find us on Twitter at the Vault underscore studio. Also at Patreon, Patreon forward slash the vault Studio. Josh Jenkins, Chris Westling was the second interview there. Um, as we've already discussed, our NBA, you can find our AFL podcast up there if Chipper does one this week. <laughs> Chipper, that's a direct threat. Uh, but Dan, welcome to another exciting week.
1: Yeah, no, it's. Uh, I'm very glad to be back. We've got um, some,
0: some good news stories tonight.
1: Yeah, it's actually been a surprisingly slow week. In my opinion, um, when we were going through what to talk about, Compared there wasn't to usually a ton. Um, and for the live live video, if we run into any hiccups, it's because I've been especially adventurous, and Ooh. we've we've gone all out with our top ten rankings. You'll see when we get to it, but yes, we'll see how it goes. Maybe I've screwed everything up, and you guys will hate me again. But we will see. Hopefully not. Hopefully not,
0: Dan. I, I don't want to have to fight you.
1: No, no, that's fine.
0: Considering. You own half the studio. It's very difficult to do that. I'd have to kill you. Yeah, that'd um, be the easiest way. Definitely the easiest way, and probably the most fun. Could be. I know we got a loaded show tonight. We have got some news, and then we've got our top ten defensive backs. Yep. I don't know about you. It was hard to pick out of all the corners and safeties in the NFL only ten. Um, but I kind of like that about our list that they're they're real precise. They're going to be like next week. We've got the front the front seven. Yep. So you've got. Edge rushes, interior linemen, and linebackers. So you've got tons of guys to pick from there as well. So it's a uh, it's a good start.
1: Yep. Now uh, I, I I definitely uh, had a bit of difficulty, but I'm pretty happy with my my list, and so I think uh, we'll we'll see what everyone else thinks. Maybe they'll hate us, but we'll see. Uh, I'm definitely copped some backlash
0: about OBJ last week. Yep. And I've decided to just I want to I want to. Direct it. Come come at it head on. I've got something to say about it. Go fuck
1: yourselves.
2: (laughs) I
0: don't care. It's my podcast. I can have who I want in my top 10.
1: Yep. You can do what you want.
0: And probably in in the real world, if I was ever picking a team, yes, I would probably pick OBJ in my top 10. It was a little spiteful. And I think he's a douchebag and he needs to prove himself as a person and not being a fuckwit. So he's on the field more. Um, That's my only issue. But it's my podcast. And I'll do what I want. Fair enough. On that note, we'll head to the newsroom. It's time to go into the newsroom on the Vault NFL Podcast. So the first uh, news tidbit is a bit of a video. Yep. I think just get straight in and play it.
2: Yeah. I don't like this. I'm going to tell you right now. How come you're not what? Where are you going? Where are you going over there? Our band is over there. Our student section's right there. And then straight back to our sideline. What about your team? Did you watch the rest of the game? I watched the whole game. You did, so you saw me celebrate with my teammates like the three touchdowns before that too. I don't like that. Do oh, that. okay, yeah. You pulled the one clip of me running right there to our fans and people that traveled well to that game first of all, and then you didn't show the rest of the clip of me going to our sideline. No, no, no. You, go, well, you no. have to go to the sideline. You You're not going to go to the hospital. Well, where are you going to go after the touchdown? You're not going to go. Well, out- you're acting like I just ran away from everybody. Well, you did, but then you came back and circled to the sideline. This is a, a five-second clip of you showing me, and then I'm off the screen right there. I'd like you to be with your teammates. I'd watch the rest of the game. I was. All right. Oh, I know you went back to the sideline. No, no, no. I'm, go Watch the other touchdowns. I got very excited on that one. So you think my accusation that this doesn't this isn't fair. I feel like you're going for the fact that I'm not a team guy. I'm selfish. Is that what you're shooting at right here or what? Um it is a No, I don't think that. I think you I think sometimes your judgments just a tad off and I think the NFL's a judgment league. Cause the the game is so fast. Mm-hmm. You have to make the windows get really really tight and really really small. You got to make decisions really really fast. In college, you got that Orlando Brown guy, got a little yeah. more time. I don't love that decision. I don't love it. The celebration? Do you I, see what people do in the league now? Celebration wise? Hip thrusting, not a fan. Not a big fan of hip thrusting.
0: <laughs> all right, so hopefully everyone could hear that. Um, we had a little listen and we could hear the volume, so that's good. Good. Yep. Dan, well, great
1: start. So far, so good, probably. Um, Hopefully, you all haven't seen that either. That was the only other question mark is, are we just playing two minutes of something everyone's already seen? But I don't care.
0: It's, my, it's our show, Dan. We'll do what we want. That's fine. You know what? If you don't like it, go and get a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's pretty easy. Like it doesn't cost much either. Um, I shouldn't have told him that. But I think, I think what this did for me, it kind of made me like Baker Mayfield a little bit.
1: Yeah, you saw his intangibles.
0: I did. I saw his intangibles. You can't and
1: measure how he's responding with the media. He understands the media. He does. He's playing this very well. Ever since the actual draft, or even ever since the combine, he's playing. This, you know, I'm the first round, I'm the first pick. It's a tough situation, and he's playing it very well. Um, he's not too over the top, but he's also calling out people. Like he went on with his his shirt, you know, of his brand. Yeah, and it said undraftable, which is what um, Colin called him. He called him undraftable. Hundred yep. percent. That's exact. That's that's what I loved about
0: it the most. Um, the fact that he went on with that. It that started because of Cowherd. Look, there's things I don't like about him. He was a bit of a dick in in college. They then, after that bit, they went on to show the video of him getting arrested, which is actually just a really dumb thing a a kid did. He was in no trouble. He thought he was, and he panicked, and he ran. He gets decked really hard by a cop I don't think he could see. Um, He made a mistake, and he owned it, and then Cowherd kind of said, yep, that's, that's great. I'm glad you've said that. Let's discuss. Colin Cowherd, he got in a bit of a pickle here. Cause when he went back at him and said that's where the that's where the band is, that's where the fan section is, they'd all traveled, I wanted to go celebrate with them. Did you watch the rest of the game? I celebrated with my teammates every single play. That was just a really special moment that I wanted to go and share with our fans. Colingau then backtracks and starts going on about how Windows gets smaller in the NFL. Yep. Like we're not talking about his skill level, we're talking about his celebrating. He then talked about how he doesn't like humping. Um, and Baker Maple basically ends up just laughing at him. Like Conker looked like a real idiot.
1: Yeah, no, he he took it to Cowherd, and you could tell from the start of the interview that he was ready to go. Because when he when he sat down and they sh- panned on him, he was breathing yeah. so heavily. He it was, was like his first start. He was
0: probably super nervous too. Because if they'd gone the other way and Cowherd had made him look bad, which a lot of he's done that to a lot of people, I guess it was like I'm I like Cowherd. I don't love him. I like some of his opinions. His show. I think what people have to understand would be incredibly difficult to do a show like that on your own. Yep. And you have to be super opinionated to make that work because otherwise, what are people watching for? Yeah, um, yeah. and that's and then I think to have first of all for Mayfield to come in and do the show when he knew what was going to come at him, yep. and then to be ready to wear that jumper and then to go back at him with confidence, it kind of made me think, you know what? He's he's not too bad. I, I didn't didn't hate his responses. He wasn't rude. He wasn't aggressive. He was very calm, very collect. Didn't get flustered at all. Um, It was good. I I enjoyed watching it. And it it changed my mind a little bit on him. Not as a player. I don't know how good he's going to be. But um, just his personality-wise, I think he certainly knows how to work the media. So he's growing on you. He's growing on me a little bit from that. And he does have a documentary coming up. Which, believe it or not, is on Fox Sports 1, which is Colin Cowherd's channel as well. So I'm tipping that's why he went on. He had to go on. I didn't watch the whole thing. I didn't have that much interest in it. But Ballsy from Baker, and it was good to see Cowherd get get his once. Next, Skip Bayless. We've got to see him get his. Um, Fingers
1: crossed. One of these days, right? Yeah, someone will shoot him. What
0: murder talk tonight, Dan?
1: Yeah, it's all from you, though.
0: No, you mentioned about killing me to get half the business.
1: Okay. Yeah, I remember it. That's how it went. (laughs) That's how it went. We can check the tape. Is this recording? I didn't turn turn it on.
0: (laughs) 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 No, next news story. We have Lamar Jackson says that Charger Scout told him they were interested with him at receiver and that's why he didn't run a 40 at the Combine.
1: Yep. Uh, Apparently, though, at the Combine, he didn't say... He said nobody asked him anything about receivers, so I don't know what to read into that. Maybe just because he hadn't been drafted yet, he didn't want to stir the pot. Um, It wouldn't realistically surprise me if someone asked him that. Um, It's one of those things that always seems to come up with uh, certain quarterbacks that are very mobile, uh, very fast, and have played before um, at receiver, because I believe he played receiver in high school or something like that. Um, Which shocks
0: me that he wasn't a quarterback.
1: I I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure he did. But um, it doesn't really shock me that someone asked that.
0: So to to not run the 40, he's saying that he was going to run a really fast time, and then someone would be like, oh, yeah, he's a receiver.
1: Yeah, I think he didn't want to get drafted by someone who is in, a, then put him in a situation where they're going to try and force him. That into would have a, sucked, though, if he, if that did happen.
0: Because I, I actually think he's going to be really good. I've got a lot of hope that he's going to be really good. I really liked him in the draft. Yep. So I think the Ravens got an absolute steal at the end of the draft. Um, look, time will tell how that works out. I think probably a lot of – there was uh, – who was the – the old Colts GM, Bill Polian, said that that's what he should be, a wide receiver. He shouldn't be a wide receiver. He won a Heisman yep. at college. He has more talent than most of the other quarterbacks. It's not like... And he's, he's, he played in a pro-style system. So it's not like he just played in a spread where he ran around and made plays like Johnny Manziel did. Yeah. And had Mike Evans to lob the ball up to whenever he got in trouble. Yeah. He, he played in a pro-style system. So it's always baffled me why he hasn't been highly rated. Um, probably you you could lean towards the fact that the other four quarterbacks in front of him were all white, and no matter how you look at it, there is a stigma towards black quarterbacks in the NFL and it coming out of college that they're great in college but don't transition into the NFL well. Yep, there's certainly that stigma. Yep, um, don't agree with it, but it is there. Yeah, Um, that's
1: that's my thoughts. Is that it's hard to argue that it's yeah, but that that's just the stigma continuing. Yeah, yeah, Um, it's hard. Well,
0: then you know Cam Newton did go number one, but. Cam Newton's size strength you know, he was the out and out number one pick so yep. you know I just find it hard that there was kind of talked about you know those four guys Alan Rosen Mayfield and Darnold and then then it was Lamar Jackson and then he was the only one they talked about changing to receiver yep. Mayfield's a really good athlete Why no I didn't anyone talk about that he wasn't he wasn't as good as Lamar in college no so no one talked about that that's what I mean it's just it's it's a bit odd Yes. Um, we won't go too in-depth into that sort of stuff, but I think there's certainly something to it. Uh, next on the news, Jameis Winston's in a little bit of trouble. Uh, just a little bit, yeah. He's gonna, they've, have they said it's going to be the first three games, or are they still no, waiting to assess it? I
1: think they're still assessing it. So that's just what word is, is that it's going to be the three games. Yeah. But um, basically two years ago, 2016 it was, I think, Um, he was in an Uber and he was accused of groping the Uber driver, a female driver. Yeah. Um, he didn't report it to the league, which is why he's in trouble. Um, and the league didn't find out until about it until a year later when it came out in the press. It was Buzzfeed that originally broke the story in November of last year. Um, and then the league started an investigation the day after it came out and basically, um, He's saying it didn't happen. He had his friends in the car, including Ronald Darby, mm-hmm. who the league has, through their investigation, has basically declared he definitely was not in the car. So, Darby Ronald Darby's been caught lying. Has been caught lying. And let's think back to one of the reasons why Brady got suspended was because he was lying yep. and he destroyed his phone. So, he basically destroyed evidence. Yeah. Uh, one of the um, things that's going to come up with the
0: we next... We know Goodell treats these situations like he's a cop. Yeah, that's, he will, that's what he gonna, will pretend he's a detective. Yeah,
1: that's what I was going to say. The, the next CBA is definitely going to have issues around the fact that Goodell is judge, jury, and executioner and these sorts of things. Like mm-hmm. He has so much leeway to suspend people. Goodell
0: played them like a fool at oh, the yeah. CBA because they were all like, we don't want this many padded practices. Yep. We want this. We want to start training camp here. We only want this many training days in, in mini camp. He went, yeah, cool. Yep, you can have that. You can have that. You can have that. I get power. Yeah, and do You can have the power. We don't care. Yep. They just completely... And it'll be a shit fight, and I'm expecting a lockout again.
1: I would expect a lockout Because he's not going to want to give
0: up that power. No. And they will 100%... The NFLPA will want that gone, the Players Association. So... Oh, yeah. Interesting. I heard a little... I I think it was around the NFL today. They discussed it. That's about the only one I listened to. Um, And they said that it's actually not... There was... Ronald Darby was in the car earlier with him. Yes, he was. And with his lawyer. And then they went to another bar... And they actually had to send Jameis Winston home on his own because he yep. was so intoxicated and just being an idiot. And that happens. I'm not going to say he's a bad person because of that. Like, he, clearly, he's, you know, everyone gets drunk and bears an idiot sometimes. It was off season. As well. Yeah, and it was off season. It wasn't doing anything wrong. That that wasn't the issue. No. And the fact that he took the NFL Uber, he actually did the right thing in terms of not driving. Yep. But this dude's just got to keep his fucking hands to himself. Yeah. He's a girl good. got paid off in college. Because he did it.
1: This isn't the first allegation. The, and
0: the crab legs, yeah, that's been a misunderstanding. I can see that being a misunderstanding. Yep. But now, like, it's the old three strike rule. He's had a couple of strikes that have been like, yeah, we'll believe you. Well, the first one, they didn't believe him. They just paid off the girl to leave yeah. him alone. Um, you know, he was young, whatever. But then the third time, I don't know, like, he's got to start to really think. And all this is going to affect now is when Tampa Bay come around to re signing him at the end of the year. And they think, all right, he's a good player. His play's been fine. It could be better. Hopefully, it's better this year. Yep. But is this a guy we can lean on as our franchise quarterback for the next 10 years? And do we want to pay him? It's going to be $130 million over five or six years. So, it's going to affect him when it comes to that time. Because they're going to bring this up and go, these are your three incidences. You've made dumb mistakes. We'll give you a two-year, $30 million deal until you can prove you cannot be such a knucklehead, basically. Yep. Um. And it's not hard to keep your hands to yourself. It's really not. No, just maybe he thought she was into it. I don't know. And then when, but when she said, "No, nah, nah, I'm not into this," stop, man. Like, just yeah. learn. Yeah. Um. And I think it's a bit of a like he's what 23 years old, 24 years old, who is earning millions and millions of dollars, and yep. probably has a bit of a god complex where he feels he can do maybe what he wants a bit. Yeah. Um. Which I think a lot of the NFL players have. He's not the only one with that with that, you know, method to life, but. It's going to get him in trouble. And in the day and age we live in, it will get brought up. Yep. Chances are there'll be a photo and chances are there'll be a video. So you just can't get away with this shit anymore.
1: No, no. And then players need to realize that with this happening and Ezekiel Elliott thing, um, even to a lesser extent the Ray Rice incident, you know, that 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 only became such a big issue once the video came out.
0: Yeah, cuz no one no one really believed it that much. As no. soon as the video, I guarantee you there's video footage of Ezekiel Elliott. It's probably just as bad hitting a woman's always, maybe not as bad. That was, Ray, Ray Rice's was bad. Like, you knocked your wife out. That's
1: yeah, full on. And then drag her to the room. Yeah. By her hair. It's a, yes. Yeah, he could have been a little bit more. Seen the video. He could have
0: picked her up and been a little bit more gentle with yeah. her. Um, but that's the thing. That just shows that he's clearly a piece of shit. You'd think someone who reacted and did it, which is wrong, you'd then go, holy shit, what have I just done? Yep. The fact that he just grabbed her by the arms and dragged her out shows what he's like. But, you know, there's the Greg Hardy incident, you know, where he, Basically threw a girl on a bed and said, "Pick the gun, I'm going to kill you with." After yep. beating, that's exactly what happened. Yep. But there's no video, so he got to play again. Um, if his Elliott has video, it's probably the same situation. He's probably out of the league. So these guys just got to be careful now. And the bottom line is to be careful. Just don't fucking do it. Yep. Just leave him alone. Just leave women alone. If they don't, if they're not interested. They're not interested. So forcing it. You know, I guess James Winston treats women like he treats the football. He just forces them into, into areas that it shouldn't be.
1: You've been thinking of that one all day, haven't you? I wrote it
0: down this morning, and I've been waiting, and I almost forgot to use it, and I didn't forget. Yeah, um, nice. Let's very finish good. off on a bit of a light note. Oh, first of all, do you think he's going to get three or more? Oh, I
1: see Three. because three. Three. It, it's
0: domestic abuse is six, no matter what. Yeah, I think, I think just like misdemeanors is a th- is three week automatically. Yeah, but he won't be able to appeal it. He'll be gone for three weeks. Yep. And that'll hurt them because their first three games, I believe, are the Saints, the Panthers, and I can't remember the three good teams though. Like it'll be three losses without Winston.
1: I wouldn't go that far. They got Fitzmagic. He's, he's He always slinks his way into a starting position, doesn't he? He finds his way. Fitzpatrick.
0: Oh, Harvard boy, man. He's smart. He's smart. Yeah, he thinks. He thinks, he, he thinks. thinks all the time. Um, yeah, let's finish off on a bit of a light note. So, we, we're a bit late to this, and we haven't got the video up, but we just wanted to discuss the Terrence William video when he got arrested.
1: Yep. If you haven't seen it, there is dash cam footage from the police that pulled him over on his electric bike. Um, basically, I'll just describe it. He's biking on an electric bike and they pull up two cop cars and as they pull up he goes head over he like full spins (laughs) out and flips the bike over and then they proceed to talk to him for like 10 minutes um they they switch to body cam footage and he's clearly intoxicated yeah
0: he's drunk oh yeah um and i don't think what he was doing is a crime uh well i guess public intoxication yeah public intoxication so i don't think he'll be suspended for that i think he was just Having a bit of a moment He was a bit drunk And he thought You know what I'm going to go Check my car With this thing um, He looked really stupid <laughs> And it looked quite funny right. He shits himself And just like Lays on the ground Because probably Something to shoot him Over there But he shits himself Rightfully They pick him up He doesn't resist Or anything like that He's literally got a smile On his face Like can you believe I just flipped over yep. The handlebars Why you guys Were following me So who knows How long they were Following me for Everyone It's worth taking A look at that yep. it's, um, it's pretty funny I don't know why It wasn't put up For a video
1: we just ran out of time just ran out
0: of time because coming up next
1: yep is your masterpiece i hope so I f- fingers crossed it works if it doesn't then i apologize but you'll still get to hear us talking about it but we'll see that's what she said
2: that's what she said, what she said.
0: i don't know i just heard you said you'll still get to do something so i thought that's what she said Fair enough. Uh, we'll go for a break and we'll get into our top 10 defensive backs All right, so we're going to have... We've gone out there. Dan's putting a lot of work into this. Yes. And I hope it really works out because it'll be pretty cool. Yes. Um, So we've got our top 10 defensive backs. So that's corners and safeties. Yep. A lot of people like to do different. You could totally do different. You could do it. When I
1: was was going through, I was like, we could have, but then it's a lot of podcasts.
0: Yeah. And I think... As I said at the start of the show, I like it. I like that we're doing things a little bit differently. We did tight ends last week, which... You know, the fact that I had Gronk one ruffled a few feathers because people were like, oh, you know, Julio Jones is so much better. Uh, It's about the drop-off, man. The drop-off from Gronk to the second tight end is astronomical. The drop-off from the number one receiver to the number five receiver is not that much, not that much.
1: I like how you – do you really get that much hate on your stuff? (laughs) Not at all. I'm mainly
0: mainly just driving the car, hating myself. Why would you do that? Why did you not put over Jane? He is – a phenomenal talent. Why okay. didn't you put him
1: in your top 10? You're a loser because <laughs> when we post this on Facebook, I always say, Let us know how we're going like, you know, like, rate, subscribe. Let us I get know a lot them. of private hate. I'm, um, yeah, I don't. you don't because you're not famous. I you know that's, that's probably what it is. I'm
0: kind of a big deal around here. Well, um, my, my takes I put the drinks in the fridge, so my
1: takes aren't hot enough.
0: <laughs> no, no, you're not going out there enough. You had OBJ in your top 10 at three, which is probably pretty fair. <laughs>
2: <laughs> damn <laughs> so, me being fair Damn your fairness
0: You, you got to ruffle some feathers um, Well let's get to our top 10 defensive backs And we'll start with number 10 So we'll do um, Both our te- both our guys will come up
1: Yep So and- they're going to come up On our sides I've taken the time to put them on oh. our sides But you'll read them out for the podcast obviously.
0: Yes absolutely I'll read yeah. them out for the podcast And what we'll do is If I have or you have someone lower We won't talk about it till we get to them at the lowest yeah, point yeah, Alright cool, cool. All right, let's do it. Start with number 10. We have J.A., Harrison Smith, and Dan, Landon Collins. Yep. So this is a little bit of a flip. Yeah, so yeah. we both have these lower. Yes, we so both have these lower. We, I think we'll leave them because yeah. I think we both have these <laughs> really low. I,
1: I've I've seen the list, obviously, because of, of both of ours because I made the, the nice little graphic. But uh, yes, no, we're both well lower on this one. How low have you got Harrison Smith? Let's find out <laughs> you Stay home.
0: tuned Alright, we'll go to our nine Yep Adrian Amos Yeah For Dan y- And Kevin Bayard for me Yep Do so, you have
1: Bayard on yours? Uh, I do not remember having him, no No,
0: okay And I actually had Amos as my
1: 11th Yep, no, I don't have Bayard Alright I, I should have written him out without all my notes Idiot. Scroll through, yeah, Idiot. and you didn't have Amos. So. No, I didn't have Amos. So
0: he, I, I had Amos at eleven. I yes. honestly did. Yes. I just had him. I had him in
1: my honorable mentions. Yeah, I owed like twelve or something. Yeah, yeah.
0: Okay, so why? I'm, what I know about him, he's a great athlete. Yes, he can get either side of the field
1: very quick. He's so fast
0: and incredibly instinctive.
1: Yep, he's got great football instincts. Uh, he understands the game very well. He was ranked number two overall on Pro Football Focus yeah. safety. Um. Like I said, he's so fast. He can close that gap like nothing. Um, his stats are, are, are pretty good. And like last year, he was number two overall. Yeah, I think this is going to be his breakout So you're year. having that breakout? I'm thinking this is the one where he sets himself apart. That's yeah, where I put him.
0: I went the other way. I actually like Eddie Jackson yep. from Chicago as well. There are other safeties. was a rookie last year. Yep. Didn't have him in my top 10. He's not quite there yet, but I like him. But I kind of going on Amos, I think that's what he is. Okay. And he's going to yep. be very good. And he'll kind of stay at that plateau for a while. Um, but I'll be interested to see. Yeah, I'll be watching because I definitely just had him off my list. I really liked him. And yep. pro football focus, love him. Yes, they do. Um, they, had, they, they had some weird rankings in there. They had a couple of guys up higher that I was like, that guy wasn't that good. Um, my guy, Kevin Bayard, led the NFL in interceptions. Um, I think if you watch this guy play, Tennessee's defense wasn't great last year. Their defensive backs weren't great. They didn't have a lot of pass rush it's really hard to play safety when you don't have pass rush because you're left out there a long time. Yep. I give him credit for that. I think what he did um, at the back end for that defense was great. And I also, his versatility. He can tackle. He's not a big hitter, but he'll yep. tackle. If he's the last guy and there's a running back, he's going to either get that guy to the ground or slow him down long enough for the rest of the guys to catch up. And that's what a safety needs to be. I think Tennessee have got a real keeper there. And I guess it's the same with Amos. Although we kind of broke out last year, I'm expecting him to kind of Jump that bit again and become one of the, you know, embed himself in that top 10 safeties list, you know, and be quite dominant. So that's why I had him. Uh, Let's go to our eight. So I had Casey Hayward from the LA Chargers. And you had Xavier Rhodes.
1: Yeah, I... um So... Well,
0: do we both have these lower? We both I have I definitely these. have
1: both these guys on my list. Yeah, we bo- we have both these lower, so we can continue okay. we on. We can
0: continue on. We'll go to seven. <clears throat> so, okay. So, we've got Xavier Rhodes and Earl Thomas. So, I have Xavier Rhodes at seven. You have Earl Thomas at seven. Um, you had Xavier Rhodes at eight, so we're pretty eight. close yep. there. I just love his shutdown ability. Yes, There's not a lot of corners in this league now that lock up on a guy and just smother him. And It's a really hard job,
1: and he's gotten a lot better with penalties as well. Yes, he doesn't struggle with much. penalties early on. And the last, like last year, they've just been really working on that. Um, yeah, I hear they do the, the boxing gloves at practice. Yeah, they, that's the most common one. And he
0: came I mean, into the league, remember, he came in the league when those rules changed on him. Yeah, so when he kind of was in his second year, the rules changed, they got really tight on the holding before that. It wasn't as strict, so the fact that he's been in that transition period. A lot of other guys haven't survived that transition. A lot of guys are now out of the league because they couldn't learn. Now the cornerback's coming in. They're learning it in college. They're coming in knowing it's past. You know, it's it's different. But I don't think there's not many guys like Xavier Rhodes that can just set up on a receiver and shut him down completely. And he does that all the time. And I think that makes him incredibly valuable for the Minnesota Vikings. And if you were
1: to have him on your team, it's very valuable. Yes. Um, Who was the other? Earl Thomas. I don't have Earl
0: Thomas on my list.
1: No, I noticed that. And mm. I, I understand why. I'm going to say you didn't have him because of... those like the Cowboys. <laughs> so he's holding out, as everyone knows. Yeah. Um, I would expect they're going to sort that out. Um, I can't really... It, like, if, if he was to play, his contract is outside the top five safeties currently. Yeah. And he would be with them, arguably, within the top five by some people. Uh, pro Football Focus had him number nine. Um I think one of the things with him is he's, he's had a couple injury concerns. That's lately, what concerned but, me. You know, sometimes that, that can be an issue, especially if you miss a lot of games. But the last two seasons he lists, he's he's missed, what, five, five six, six games or something like that. So it's not like it's a lot of games. And he still plays real well. He knows the game. So he makes up for some of his uh, age a little bit. Not that he's old. He's only 29. Yeah. But he makes up for his age in the fact that He's been in the league now for, for what eight years, nine he's, years. He's very just, intelligent. Just understands where he needs to be to make up for any any speed differences that might be there and stuff like. Yeah.
0: that. Yeah, and, and don't get me wrong, I really like him. Yep. I think he's he's one of my all time favorite defensive players. I loved watching him. I hope he gets back to that, you know, that way the way he was. But what scares me is that he won't, and that, yep. it, it worries me. Um, injuries, he had niggling injuries. Cam Chancellor, I don't know if he's going to play with his neck injuries. I think he's a pretty big honorable mention from both of us. He's
1: if there wasn't, if there weren't question marks, I probably if would he actually, was completely would healthy. He would be my top ten. 10, 10 but I don't even know if he's going to play this year. And it's the same
0: with both of them. And yeah. that's just why there's such a big question mark over yeah. the, uh, the, the the Seahawks this year. That Legion of Boom is is pretty much non-existent now. Yeah. And if L Thomas and Chancellor don't play, it's going to be there'll be some big scores put on them. Don't forget, Deshaun Watson put forty points on them last year. So when they had all of them there. So it's it's starting to end there, and it's yep. all going to be very interesting. And I, I just I just couldn't trust him. I literally I have That's him fine. just outside. Yep. So interesting. Uh, we'll go to number six. So I have Malcolm Jenkins, and you have Eric Berry. Uh. Yep. So I think I have Eric Berry coming
1: up very soon. I don't have Malcolm Jenkins. You don't have he him was, on your list. He was just outside. I have him at. Head him
0: at twelve. Okay. Well, as much as it kills me to put a Philadelphia Eagles player on this list, uh, he is the sole core of that defense. What he does for them with his versatility, a lot of people don't realize he was drafted as a corner. He then moved to moved to free safety, and he now plays a strong safety role for the Eagles. Yeah. To do that in the NFL, it means you can cover, it means you can tackle, and it means you can hit. I've seen him on the goal line come up and hit Ezekiel Elliott and square him up and stop him. I've seen him make plays downfield that not a lot of corners can make. Yep. I think the pure reason I have him on my list and have him so high is the fact of his versatility. He's just such a versatile dude. And i if you have him on your team, you can do so much with him.
1: Yep. No, and I, I kept him off only purely because of what you said about how you approached it. So this week I approached it like you did and I, I wrote out a big list. I had three pages of all the different ones. And I went through and I said, would I want this guy over this guy? And that's how I basically drafted them, like you said. And well, so far, we only, we
0: only have one different so far. Yeah.
1: I'm just different. Different order. I'm just tipping
0: order. the next one coming up. I have a feeling you're not going to have. So I have... Whoa, snap. Snap.
1: Yeah, I thought that was pretty funny too. Yeah. That's completely accidental. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. So we both have AJ Boye. Mate, he's just a good corner. He's a great. Corner. He's in the shadow of Jalen Ramsey, and that's the only reason he's not highly... His season at the Texans, when he became a free agent, I had him as my number one cornerback. I had him in my all-pro team as my number one cornerback that year. Yep. He was outstanding. I was terrified because it was a contract year, and I was so worried he would suck when he went to the Jaguars. He picked off exactly where he left off. I cannot believe the Texans let him leave. Because yep. um, he's not on that, he's not place. on that bigger contract in, no. s- in the scheme of NFL corners. He's not on that bigger contract. Um, I just think this guy does it all. He can play outside, mm-hmm. slot, do whatever you want, tackle.
1: He didn't surrender one touchdown. Yeah, that's nope. insane. That's, that's uh, and insane I, I, I don't
0: care if he, oh, he played zone a lot no. he, to not get just one fade beat you to blow a coverage and make a mistake and get burnt on a play to just trip and like how many, how many times do you see a corner just trip over and. Gets beaten for an 80-yard touchdown. Like, that happens all the time. Yep. Just to not have anything like that happen for a whole year. Um, the last guy to do that is Terrence Newman. in the I believe it was the 2009 season. One of my all-time favorite players, Terrence Newman. Yep. Uh, was a Cowboy. Now a Minnesota he's Viking. A Viking he's, he's, he's followed Zimmer around everywhere he's yeah, went. No, he was Zimmer. Uh, and I think he's going again this year.
1: He's going to go uh, at least one more. And I would expect, should Zimmer stick around if he does He'll hang go it again. up at the end? If he hangs it up at the end of the year, I'd expect him to get a staffing position.
0: Who's he's 39. Yeah. How cool would it be to have a 40-year-old corner? It'd be pretty cool. Fair, the only player on that is a kicker or a quarterback. Like, he's the oldest non-kicker or quarterback to play. Yep. So, it's insane. Um, but yeah, AJ Boye, I think. I'm glad we both had him on our list. I thought this was the guy you
1: wouldn't have on your list. No. No, so, I definitely had him. Very
0: good. All right, let's go to number four. Okay, I have Eric Berry. You have Jalen Ramsey. We can discuss Berry.
1: Both, yeah, because I already had Berry.
0: Yeah, no, I've got Ramsey coming up. I got him. lower.
1: Oh, sorry. Yes, yeah. Yes. We can discuss Barry though.
0: Yeah, so we can discuss Barry. I his injury last year concerned me, but any dude that survives cancer and comes back to play in the NFL, they're always going to be on a list because the way he played, he was defensive MVP. So he came back not last year, the year before. He had a year off for cancer. Came back. Yep. Almost won the defensive MVP and then hurt, hurt Torrey's Achilles last year, I believe it was, missed most of the year, which was devastating for them, and it made a huge difference. Yep.
1: Um, it was a huge loss yep. to them last year. Changed M- everything M- about lost. Um, and they, they can only improve this year with if he's back, when he's back, because of the fact that last year they were 28th in yards allowed. They, they allowed 365.1 yards last year per game. <laughs> That's a lot. That is a lot of guys. And yards. they traded,
0: uh, what's his name away, to the Rams.
1: Uh, yeah.
0: Oh, why can't I think of his name? Did you, I didn't have him on my list. Uh, okay, someone help us out. The guy from the Chiefs who Marshall and Lynch run on to defend, even though he was on the other team, and now got traded to the Rams. Come on, DJ. What are you good for? Uh, oh, we'll keep moving. Anyway, yeah. Eric Berry. Without him last year, they were a completely different defense, um, and that's why you know, some of those guys have been moved. The guy's name we can't remember. Who's <laughs> probably worth mentioning? while we don't have him on our list? Um, let's go to number three. So I had Marshall and Lattimore. You had Casey Howard. Where did you have Lattimore? Uh, Lattimore at I, eight.
1: No, no, I've got, I've got him coming up. Oh, okay. You okay? You have him in top two. Yeah. Okay. So we
0: won't, we won't talk about Lattimore. We will talk about. Casey Hayward.
1: Yeah, you had him already, didn't you? I had him at eight. Yep.
0: So you've had him at three, low or Uh, high, depending on how you look at it.
1: Yeah, so- Marcus
0: Peters. Thank you, Josh Petraka. You're a legend. Marcus Peters, he's not on my list because he gets burned too often, and he's a really good corner, gets turnovers, but gets burned a lot. He's D'Angelo Hall 2.0. Yep. All right, continue with uh, Casey Hayward.
1: I thought that- hey Hayward, one of his big disadvantages is his size. They list him at five eleven, although most places say he's five ten or whatever. It's same, same. But yeah. um he makes up for that with knowing the position really well. Yeah. He he's like I could keep saying it with him, but that's what sets these guys apart at this level is you know, every single person in the NFL is an athlete. They're yeah. all they're all athletes. And like they can all play. Differences in they're speed, like
0: one percent of the college system yeah. there. So they it's, can all play.
1: The thing that sets them all apart is knowing the position well it's yep. it's like the story you love to tell about Tom Brady mhm not the guy wasn't supposed to be there and the guy use it I I don't talk say
0: it again yep. tom brady throws an in interception yep. comes to the sideline his coach goes what, what the fuck was that Says, don't fucking tell me. That. I'm, I'm paraphrasing. Don't fucking give me that. Yep. That guy shouldn't have been there. Yep. So we talking about? He's, he shouldn't have been there after the game. They asked the defender. He's like, yeah, completely stuffed up that play. It was cover two. I should. I was in cover three, and he threw it straight to me, and I was completely shocked because I thought I'd blown the play because Tom Brady knew what he was running better than he even knew it. Yep. Okay, continue, Casey Howard.
1: So that's why I put him so high. Um, and I think he didn't have that great of a season last year compared to some of his previous years like it wasn't bad but um it certainly wasn't near his top years and i feel like with what the chargers are trying to do he's mm. going to he's going to do well he's going to jump up this again. year and yeah. I, I could see him doing really well and so it, once again with him and um i can't remember who i had said this before about but i, I it's what i think is going to happen this year i uh, with amos you said yeah yes yeah. I, I can see it being a big year he's gonna jump up
0: look he's he's always been great getting turnovers and i like him that that's why i had him at eight he gets a lot of turnovers yep well, the reason, like, I've still got him in my top 10 because I like him so much at 8, but it's he can't play inside. Yep. When I'm picking guys and the next two guys coming up, which all the three guys we're going to discuss coming up, I imagine, they're all versatile. And I just, that's what Casey Hayward misses for me. Yep. All right. Uh, let's get to our number two. I have Landon Collins. Yes. And you have Marshawn Lattimore. Yep. So was Collins at your... He was your 10? He was my 10, yep. I'm getting really concerned because I think I, I know who your number one is. I wouldn't be concerned. <laughs> you I get, fucking homer.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. So let's discuss Landon Collins. Uh, what I said before when I was just saying about Casey Hayward, what scares me, his versatility. He, his, started, his first half of the year, first three quarters of the year last year, he was banged up. When he actually took a couple of weeks off and got healthy, his last three or four games, he was back to his full flight. And that defense went from garbage back to how good they were the year before. I thought he was I thought he should have been the defensive MVP the year before. I thought he was that good in his second year. I think he is just an outstanding athlete that much like Malcolm Jenkins before, he can play anywhere for you. Probably not as good a corner as Malcolm Jenkins, but makes up for that with, you know, his ferociousness and his hitting. I just think he is a weapon for that Giants defense. And again, yep. I've got an Eagle and a Giant on my list.
1: And I feel sick. My my concern that kept him in, in the top 10, but at 10, was um, he does have a history. He, he struggles sometimes. He misses tackles. Yes. Um, and when we're talking at this level, missing tackles is just like that little tick that just puts you down the list a little bit. Yeah. He is getting better. He missed less last year. Yeah. Every year he does get better at it, but I just think that there's still so much room to improve on it that... I couldn't put him higher than ten.
0: Keep in mind, like you know, I mentioned Malcolm. I mentioned Kevin Byard before. He was the free safety. A lot of the times, Landon Collins, his tackles are a lot more on running backs because he's yep. in, he's in the hole a lot more because he fills it so quick. I do understand he does miss tackles sometimes. He mistimes yep. times them a lot because he goes for the big hit. Yeah. But I will say his you know attempts at tackling are always a lot harder than some of the other guys on this list, especially some of the corners. So I kind of give him a little bit of leeway for that because he's always trying to tackle big strong running backs. Yep. Uh can we discuss Lattimore. Yes, we can discuss Lattimore. So I had him at 3, you have him at 2. Uh rookie of the year, defensive rookie of the year.
1: Man, he's gonna, if he plays like that again, he's like if he if he What if he gets better? That, like whole It's yeah.
0: terrifying if he gets better. Yep. Um and this is kind of the one guy at the very top of my list that he isn't that versatile. He's an outside guy. Yep. He plays the outside, he locks down guys, he shuts them down. Um, as a rookie, what he did last year and what he did to change that Saints defense and I'm going to mention Marcus Williams as well because he's much maligned because of what happened at the end of the year. Because of one play. Yeah. And
1: I'm a Vikings fan and even I recognize that that one play shouldn't define his year because he had a fantastic year other than one play. Yeah, he was outstanding. So the fact
0: that they nailed Lattimore and they nailed Marcus Williams, that was a great pick and Elvin Kamara, they're the two rookies of the year on offense and defense. But Just what Lattimore does, he is Super athlete. He plays the ball really well, so he's going to get picks. And when he gets it, he looks dangerous to score. Um, And field position is massive in the NFL. If you get a turnover and don't get a lot, that's fine. Remember Ed Reed? When he got turnovers, he scored. And that's why people were even more terrified of throwing towards him because he wouldn't just pick you off. He would take it to the house and end the game. He'd just shut it down. And um, I think Lattimore is just, he's going to be the next great outside corner.
1: Yep, I would agree. the the only person that he really had struggles against last year was Julio Jones. Yeah. Who and doesn't exactly Julio Jones is such a freak in nature that I'm not that concerned. That's that's a good thing he struggled against in his rookie year than this year. he's he's, can probably, he, he's gonna he's gonna
0: know Didn didn't struggle against many other guys. No. And Julio Jones is tough. And also it's it's hard to play that lockdown guy. You know, we mentioned about Xavier Rhodes before. There were a few games where Xavier Rhodes got beaten. Yep. When you play that role You're going to lose, yeah. but there's 16 games and it's all about winning more than you lose. And I would say that he probably won 14 of the 16 matchups he was in. Yeah, I would agree. I think Julio probably beat him once, maybe someone else along the line beat him, but it wasn't very often you turned on the TV and you were watching this guy play and you thought, oh, he's struggling a bit. Yep. He's struggling because he just didn't. He didn't at all. And in saying that, they left him on an island with Julio Jones one-on-one. Find me another corner that doesn't get destroyed. Like, he didn't he go for 200 yards one time? He didn't do that against Lattimore. So, no. find me a guy that can cover a guy one-on-one all day. You'd probably take 100 yards and a touchdown. Yeah. Because you know he's going to score anyway. The fact that you only have to account one guy to him, that's where he's, he's so, he's so uh, valuable. I agree. Let's go to our number
1: ones. <laughs> yeah. I, even put, I even put pictures up. <laughs> I even went so far as to put pictures up. Okay,
0: all right. Let's discuss Harrison Smith, who was my she, tenth. Yeah, who I actually way too low. I actually put him in late. I had him just out. I swapped him with Earl Thomas to get him did. in. That,
1: do- that doesn't surprise me at all. That, that do- the disrespect he got last season <laughs> doesn't surprise me at all. I think
0: last year at the start of the year I had him about the same, about eight or nine or ten, something like that. I don't know. He, he's a really good player. Don't get me wrong. Very good hitter.
1: Strikes fear. Does get booned sometimes though, sometimes. But he, he plays so well. Like you said, with Lattimore, that every now and then you're gonna get burnt. You're gonna have bad games or roads or any of these guys. Every now and then you're gonna get burnt. Yeah. But overall, he shuts down whatever he's whatever he needs to do, and he plays his role so well. And Zimmer understands his strengths. Would you so say well.
0: he's the Jenga piece of the Vikings defense?
1: I would say at this point. I would probably be okay saying that, yeah. Because if, if you
0: pull that out, that whole shit falls down, you think? No, well... There's a few games where he didn't play, not largely year the year before, and they were pretty bad without him. Yeah. So there's evidence there.
1: Yeah, I, pro- <sighs> I probably wouldn't go that far, but I don't know. Maybe I would. I mean, I, I'd put him you, number one. You're so a fair uh, homer, so it doesn't No, separate. I'm just saying that... I'm just looking at what he did, what the stats are, you know, number one rated safety. He he finished the season with almost a perfect safety rating, which is like insanity. And then he didn't even get voted to the Pro Bowl. So... You know, I'm just I Seriously, am correcting. If, the can you look at the camera and it, just see
0: how dead serious you are? <laughs> I'm
1: I'm I'm correcting injustices right now. That's what I'm doing.
0: <laughs> I have never seen you be so dead serious about this. You know what? I've got I've got him in my top ten. So I'm not going to argue hard. with you. He's an outstanding football player. Um, if he puts together another year like last year, then he probably creep up a little bit. Um, but again, versatility is what worries me with him. Yep. Whereas my number one, I think, would you have Ramsey four? Uh,
1: yeah, yeah. Adam just in front of, um, Bull. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Four. So yeah,
0: yep. so four, which is very, very, um, uh, what's the word? Whatever it is, you had him at four. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, lost the, I had a word <laughs> in my head, and it just disappeared at the last second. Um, I think this guy is, he's gonna break. He's gonna step up again, another notch. I think he is the most versatile versatile defensive player in the NFL. He was a safety at college. He's played corner. He plays on the edge. When they go into nickel packages, he come inside. He can tackle running backs. He can actually take on blocks and play the edge. I think people need to go and watch this guy's tape because it doesn't lie. He is exceptional. And I hence, that's why you had him at four and I had him at one. I just think there's no other guy I would like to set up a team a defense if I was picking um out of d-backs and safeties there's no other guy i'd be like yep yeah, i want to build around him because you put him in the middle and it's, it's a pretty good start to a defense
1: yeah i would agree and i i, I put in my comments that i had them right next to each other um i didn't really struggle putting one in front of the other i knew ramsey was going to be just just in front but like those two together are like such a large part of why that jacksonville defense has been and turned around so it's much.
0: also it's we'd be remiss not to say that it's it's easier to play great def- great defensive back on a team that leads the NFL in sacks. I yep. think they were they led it two years ago, and then it was second or third last year. Their pass rush, Look, Flowers, their number three pick, can't even get a go on. He can't even start on this defensive line with Campbell, um, Darby, Ngokwe. They've just got. Outstanding pass rushes, so yeah. that helps them. The safety play there helps them. The linebacker play there helps them. But that's what a good defense is. And I'm not going to discredit Ramsey for playing on a good defense. Um, you know, I think he's an outstanding player.
1: You still got to play your role. I mean, just because you you got a great defensive line doesn't yeah. mean the quarterback's never going to. And get the back. reason I would
0: have him higher than AJ Boye is because AJ Boye is that, that he's that outside guy. He's almost their number one corner. Yeah. And then Ramsey, they just move around all the time. They sometimes like, I think he played. I think he played on Gronkowski in the championship game and did a really good job. You're not going to stop Gronkowski ever. He's that good a player, hence why he's the number one receiver in the NFL. Uh, On my list, OBJ wasn't on it. That's for for you, DJ. Um, But yeah, you're never going to, you know, stop a guy like that. But what he did in that role was was really good. Uh, So that's our top 10. Got a question. Josh Petraca, no Patrick Peterson.
1: 11 for me.
0: I actually. Had him at 13. Yep. Peterson is a bit of an enigma. He gets by on his name. I think... Like, don't get me wrong. If this was corners, he's a top-end corner. If I take... Well, how many safeties did I have? One, two, three, four. If I take four guys out from four safeties out and add corners, he's in there comfortably. Him and Darius Slay are my two next corners to come in. So I, I certainly understand how good he is. I just... I think he's getting by on his name. He's not... Like, it, it, tell me who you on this list you would take out to have him over. I I just don't see who else. Uh, maybe Malcolm Jenkins, maybe Kevin Bayard, my nine. Obviously not Harrison Smith because he should be number one. I've made a complete mistake.
1: Obviously, that's your LBG yeah. this week. That's my OBJ. I'm going to kill it.
0: I'm going <laughs> to go nuts. But yeah, I think that's why I had him out. He's just not. He's not as good as what he used to be. And he's getting older. I think he's 30 now. So he's starting to drop off a bit. He's not as athletic. He gets beaten a bit. He bites. That defense isn't as good, yes. So it probably doesn't help him. But all in all, he's just, I couldn't find a way to get take someone off my list to get him on. And I did try because I do like Patrick Peterson. So.
1: Yeah, ba- basically, I had him on my top 10. And then I moved a couple of people around and kind of shifted. And he just, just got pushed out. And I went, yeah, I'm okay with that at 11. It's still a solid position. I just didn't have him top 10. Yeah. But at the end of the day.
0: It's it's tough. When you're doing defensive backs with like there's a couple of safeties that I would have really liked to have on my list that I couldn't um uh, quickly just get him up. You know, I i had Malik Hooker. I really liked Malik Hooker from the Colts. I think he's gonna be outstanding this year. Amos was another one. Yep. Um Earl Thomas, I didn't have on my list. A guy, Darius Slay, who tied for the lead league in interceptions last year with eight and was a terrific cornerback on a terrible Detroit defence. Yeah. So it kind of went negative for him because that was so bad that I was like how do you put a guy on that was so bad I had him in my top 10 originally
1: and then yeah thought long and hard about it Yeah, and
0: took him out. so there were guys there as well that yeah. I just couldn't get on and it's hard you know yeah. that's why we do top 10s because you got to stop saying so I could keep going till 30 and just keep yeah. Going, yeah this guy's great this guy's great this guy it's the NFL there's a lot of good football players yep um you know every team now has two starting safeties and three corners yeah so there's five guys per team that start which means the talent level is a lot higher. And we're kind of in a bit of a golden age of defensive backs, in my opinion. They're like, you think five, five, even 10 years ago, safeties and corners are just kind of dudes. They're just receivers who can't catch. Now there's guys that are like, hey, they get paid. I want to become that guy. You yep. know, there's plenty oh, of guys yeah, yeah. in college that really want to be that position. And they're incredible. Ball handlers. Yep, without giggling, I couldn't they say without giggling. Handle the best balls. They yeah, handle the best and the biggest balls. Um, I think that's it for us. Yeah, I think so. Dan, thank you very much. Not a problem, as always. And thanks to our three new friends: Joel Embiid, Karl Anthony Towns, and Giannis and Took me all season doing the NBA podcast to learn how to say that. <laughs> Giannis and Okay, cool. Um, I don't watch NBA, but. Thomas, yeah, Tommy name. boy hammered yeah. me about it. The first, I kept calling him the Greek freak because I couldn't say his name. And then yeah. I sat down one day and I spent seven hours learning his name. I yeah. got no work done that day, but I learned how to say Giannis Antetokounmpo.
1: Yep. Is so. there any NFL players you've struggled with? Well, you couldn't. I had to pronounce them. Oh, yes.
0: Yeah, the doctor. Yeah, I'd never even heard that spoken, so I didn't know how to say it. The one I had to learn was... Who I just mentioned before the past, which are Yannick Ngokwe. The way that it sounds easy to say, the way it's written, it's like, there's G's where G shouldn't be. <laughs> there's M's, there's M's. Yeah. It's there's U's. It's like the alphabet. Um, so I had to learn how to say that one. Do uh, you know what I did struggle with earlier? And can sue.
1: I struggle with that because it ages. doesn't
0: it doesn't look like oh. the way it's spelled. By the way, it doesn't doesn't spell the way it's read. Yeah, which is hard. Um, but that's uh, that's grammar. That's NFL grammar. Brought to you by the Vault Studio. Uh, Guys, everyone up there, thank you very much for tuning in. Really appreciate it. Um, Our video hits have been going through the roof the last few weeks. They are jumping up every single week. So uh, if you could share this around. And, guys, if you go to our podcast and listen to our podcast, we really need you to give us a rating. We're trying to get a rating on iTunes. We've got about, I think, six or seven people that have given us a review. Go on, give us five stars. Bag the crap out of us and think of something funny to write. As long as you give us the five stars, I will read them out. You can say whatever you want and I'll read it out on the podcast next week. But everyone who's tuned in, everyone who listens to the podcast, jump on and do that. Also, if you're an NFL fan out there, you won't want to miss the Chris Wessling interview. Sign up to our Patreon um, at www.p- www.patreon forward slash The Vault Studio. Our website, thevaultstudio.com.au. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at The Vault underscore studio, and also look for our AFL and NBA podcast on there.
1: Dan, anything to finish on? Uh, don't go chasing field goals.
0: Thanks for listening to the NFL podcast brought to you by the vault studio. You can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud. For more, head to www.thevaultstudio.com.au. And for the latest news, search for the vault studio on Facebook and Twitter.